Hello everybody, it's Melissa, I'm back, and uh, this is the second recording of this episode because um, I recorded it a couple of days ago and published it and posted on Instagram that it was up and ready to listen to, and um, I'm not sure what happened, but it somehow like disappeared off of the platforms, and I'm not really sure what happened, <laughs> so... Um, I'm looking into it. I'm not sure if I did something, if it was user error or what, but uh, anyway, I'm looking into it, but I, I really wanted this episode to be live, so I'm going to re-record and republish, and hopefully this one um, publishes and stays active, and you guys can listen to it. Um, so I'm going to try and hit the same points I hit last time. I don't ever uh, really plan these episodes out. I just sort of speak from the heart, so that's just what I'm going to do. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about birthdays and holidays in general. Um, this seems relevant right now because we are coming up on the holiday season and, uh, and I just had a birthday. So, um, it's definitely something that's on my mind and something that I now have a little bit, uh, deeper insight to now that I know that I'm autistic. This is my first, uh, birthday and holiday season with this knowledge. And so, um... So yeah, let's dive into this topic. I, I feel like I have a lot to say. Uh, so I want to start first with um, talking a little bit about gift giving and receiving. I'm mostly receiving. Um, as someone who is autistic, obviously, and I also have a as many of us do as autistic people, a lot of past trauma and some mental health issues. And um, I feel like all of that sort of um, plays into each other when we talk about a lot of this stuff, but especially gift receiving. Um, receiving gifts has always been hard for me. Not always. Actually, that's not true because when I was a kid, I had no problem. Like kids, of course, you don't think too deeply about anything. It's just like, oh, someone gave me a gift and that's fun. Um, but the older I've gotten, the more I've noticed um, that receiving gifts can sometimes make me feel really uncomfortable. And I never really knew why that was. And now that I have an adult brain and can analyze things and... Uh, and sort of try and make sense of, of what's going on. Um, I'm a little more enlightened at this age. Um, I think it has a lot to do with, um, on the autism side of things, not being afraid that I'm not going to have the appropriate reaction for the gift. Um, I, I think I've mentioned before that my my emotions and my reactions to things are very unpredictable. Like, I never know how it's going to go. I can't predict how I'm going to feel or react in any situation. Um, so receiving a gift is, is the same thing. And I don't know if this has to do with, like, the fact that, um, that maybe on certain days I just feel a certain way. Like, maybe it depends on the day and the mood I'm in or how things are going for me that day. 
uh, how much energy I have, who I'm with, if I'm comfortable, what, what situation I'm in, all of those things play into everything, right? So, but when I, when I receive a gift, sometimes I feel like I can react appropriately, like how you're, you're quote unquote supposed to react when you get a gift. And then there are other times where I feel like, um, I struggle with that a lot because my, I might be in a moment where I feel like I can't, like my reactions aren't that big outwardly. You know what I mean? Like, and like I said, this depends on a lot of different factors for me and I can never predict how it's going to go. Uh, I know if there's like a big group of people watching me open a gift, that's the worst of all. Um, if it's a one-on-one situation, it's usually a bit more comfortable. Oh my gosh. I just thought of this, but, um, when I had my daughter, (laughs) I did not want a baby shower. My ex-mother-in-law, my mother-in-law at the time was like insistent that we throw me a baby shower. And the thought of that was nightmarish to me because, you know, at a baby shower, you sit and you open all the gifts, like in front of everyone with everyone staring at you. And I was just like, terrified. I did not want to do it. But of course, like, you can't say that because people will think you're weird if you're like, I'm pregnant, but I don't want a baby shower. You know, it's like, I felt like it was just like a lot of things in life. A thing you have to do to conform to what everyone expects. So the baby shower was fine. I don't have a lot of friends. That's another thing about gatherings like that where it's like, oh, who do I invite? I like, I was working at the time as a nurse. So I invited like some of my coworkers and like, it was kind of an awkward crowd too, because not a lot of the people knew each other. Like I don't have a like friend group or like you know, it was just, oh God, it was awful all around. And I was really appreciative of my mother-in-law for like thinking of that and like putting it together and stuff. Of course, her heart was in the right place, but also like not knowing I was autistic at the time and not being able to be like, this is why I don't want this. Um, it just, I was like, I'm weird. I, I should do this just to be normal. Try and be regular, Melissa. And, uh, Yeah. So that just brought up that memory for me. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so gift receiving all in all is hard. Like I said, on the autism side of things, I think the reaction part is hard. It's unpredictable how I'm going to be able to emote that day. Um, some days I'm just flat and I just have a hard time outwardly showing things. I don't know if anyone else is like this. I feel like a lot of, um, autistic people have given me the impression that they're either one or the other, that it's either like they either have more of a monotone or flat affect and, or they're either like bubbly and talkative and more like on the upside and they don't have a problem showing emotion outwardly, but I'm a mix. It's a mixed bag with me. Like it just depends. Okay. And so on the other side of things, I think this has more to do with like the way I was brought up and trauma that I have had over the years and just general feelings that I have about myself because of those instances. But I think receiving gifts is also hard just because of um, my self-worth. The idea that that deep down, this idea that I am not 
worthy of attention and gifts. Like, especially on something like a birthday, because I literally did nothing except get born, you know? And that wasn't hard, I don't think. I mean, I don't remember, but I assume, I mean, I just came out. My mom did the work. Like, I just got born. And I get I get it, like, we celebrate because it was the day you were born, and like, yay, and you made it another year, and all that. But, um... <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I, I accept attention and stuff like that better when I feel like I've done something to earn it. Like if I achieve something and people are like, oh, great. Like, that's awesome that you did that. Let's celebrate. That's still kind of hard, to be honest. Um, but it's easier because it's like, yeah, I did earn this. I did do a good job. I did, you know, I do deserve this attention and whatever is coming at me but like birthdays I'm like I just got older I just stayed alive for another year <laughs> like okay like let's celebrate that sure uh but I don't know and I mean this is something that I need to work on because celebrating yourself and the fact that you're alive and the fact that you were born and all of that I feel like is important like that's that's important to be able to do and I would like to feel like I can do that. So that's definitely a thing that, you know, I'm going to make a mental note of, like work through past things that make you feel like you're not deserving of certain things in life. Cause that's sad. It makes me sad for myself. Um, so, you know, there's always things to work on. So this is one of those things for me. Um, oh. also, okay. Another problem with birthdays, another thing that makes the birthdays hard is that this is going to make me sound really pessimistic, but I, I think of it more as like every year that passes, I'm just closer to death. And I don't know if anyone else thinks this way. I have sort of a gloom and doom mindset sometimes my my brain just does it I don't know why my brain automatically goes to the worst case scenario or the darkest place possible but it just happens and this is the way I just think about things like I'm like yeah I got it I made it through another year but that just means I have one less year left until I die and like that's sad to me that's not a reason to celebrate so I mean there's there is that aspect of it and and it's not like an age thing. I'm not it's not that I'm worried about getting older. It's that I'm worried about the fact that when you get older then you die. Like it's not a thing of like, oh, I don't want wrinkles or I don't want to be, you know, 50 one day or 60 one day or I don't want to be old. Like I think it'll actually be awesome to be old as long as I can like take care of myself. The the one thing that worries me about getting old is like losing um my ability to function um mentally and physically. So like as long as I, I can be up and running around still when I'm older, I don't mind. But I just don't want the end to come. I feel like life is so full. And maybe um, the fact that 
I, there are so many things in life that I still want to explore and places I want to go and things I want to try. And I never feel like there's enough time. Like in my day-to-day life, I feel this way. I'm like, there's not enough time. I have this overwhelming sense that time is like ticking away and running out. I'm not getting enough done. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it enough. I'm not having enough fun. I'm not, you know what I mean? Not having enough experiences. Like, I don't know, like I said, like, I don't know if this is all just a me thing or if this is related to neurodiversity or if this is more related to just the way that my brain works in general as Melissa. Um, But that's why I put this out here. So maybe someone can be like, hey, I feel like this too. And then I'll be like, oh, good. I'm not the only one. Um, So yeah, there's that aspect of birthdays that it kind of gets me down on my birthday a little bit. Like, I don't know. So... Yeah. Okay, let's switch gears now and talk about holidays, like holidays in general. Um, Which birthdays tie into this, but I wanted to do a whole thing on birthdays since I just had a birthday. But like holidays, birthdays, they all kind of have the same vibe um, for me. And, you know, I, I enjoy holidays. I do. So I don't want to come off as a person who doesn't like holidays at all. But there are aspects of the holiday experience that are difficult for me. Um, so I Halloween is coming up. And I got to say, I love Halloween. I love the month of October in general, just because in California, the best weather of the year, in my opinion, happens in October. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. The leaves are changing. Like there's that like fallness in the air. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. And it's just like the the mornings are cool and like fresh. I don't know. It's great. It's like perfect hiking weather. It's good. October is amazing. And then there's like, there's just like the fall vibes and it's spooky season. I feel like October is when I can get really into like all the spooky stuff that I love so much. I did post a poll on Instagram um, the, oh, that's just my autism Instagram page recently about horror movies asking if you're autistic, do you like horror movies? And something like 78% of people responded, no, they don't like horror movies. So I'm definitely in the minority here when it comes to horror movies, because I really enjoy them. Um, except for ones that are too gory. I feel like some horror movies, it's just too much gore for me. I don't like to see that necessarily. Like a little bit of gore is fine and necessary, but like, I just don't like too much of that. And sometimes I feel like that's not even scary. It's just gross. Like it just grosses me out. I don't want to watch it, but, um, I love like more traditional horror movies. I love the Scream franchise. Of course, I was like a 90s teenager, so I love the Scream movies. I know what you did last summer, those sort of movies. I also love the classics like Halloween is my favorite Halloween movie. I love Michael Myers. Um, He's my favorite um, horror movie villain. Um, But all of the 80s horror movies are great, right? Um, So I'm a horror fan. I like true crime. Um, and I listened to an interesting podcast lately, lately, recently, um, where this man who's an expert on like, he studies, um, the science of fear, uh, in humans. And he was saying that, uh, 
that a lot of times people like horror experiences um, because it is like a controlled anxiety and even for people who suffer from anxiety on a on the daily on a regular basis someone like myself I do have a lot of anxiety daily um that things like horror movies can be comforting almost because you're in control and the thing that you are watching cannot hurt you like you know it's it's not real it's not gonna hurt you like it's all fake and pretend and it's actors um and it's just like a controlled way to experience your anxiety which made a lot of sense to me I was like huh interesting I never thought about it that way but it's true um I do also enjoy true crime but I think I enjoy that more because I because of like the psychology aspect behind it and why people do what they do and how people turn out this way and all of that jazz I don't know um but anyway so Halloween to me is fun I don't particularly like the live horror attractions anymore. In my 20s, I did, where you go through, like, the haunted houses and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how I ever liked that, because I definitely don't now. And I look back and I'm like, who was I back then? I don't know what was going on. But people jumping out and scaring me and, like, grabbing me or, like, yelling in my face just sounds like my literal worst nightmare. Not because it's horror, but just because I don't like people touching me or yelling at me. Um, those places also have a lot of strobe lights, which always kind of bothered me, but I don't like strobe lights. Um, so anyway, I digress. I'm talking a lot about Halloween because I like Halloween and I'm talking about the things that I do like, but here's the things about Halloween that are hard for me is, um, costumes and makeup and like dressing up in general. And I don't much now as an older adult like I really don't I know some people really even at my age enjoy costumes and and cosplay and like getting dressed up and all that which I think is amazing if you like that sort of thing uh, my daughter is huge into cosplay she has a ton of costumes a ton of wigs she dresses up all the time just for fun like at home you know just whatever and she plans her Halloween costumes like a year in advance my daughter just loves to dress up um me on the other hand I've always kind of found Halloween costumes difficult and I've always even as a kid like gone towards the more comfortable side of things I want to be warm I hate being cold I don't like wearing a lot of makeup on my face it's um it's uncomfortable I don't yeah I just want to be comfortable and warm and sometimes costumes aren't that they're like the opposite of that I'm not into that um and I guess sort of like I don't know it's okay. Halloween uh, I don't know I don't want to talk anymore about Halloween. I think I'm done saying stuff about Halloween because what I was gonna say I don't think is that important okay moving on um sorry I just went off on a tangent of how much I love Halloween <laughs> that wasn't the point of this episode um but does anyone else love it come on I can't be the only autistic person that loves Halloween and horror and spooky season. Where where are my spooky spooky autistics at? Um, okay, so let's move into the other more like traditional ho- um, holidays. I'm in the states. I know not everyone that listens to this podcast is in the U.S., but um, here we traditionally celebrate Thanksgiving. That's a big holiday, and Christmas is a big holiday here. Um, I personally like. Um, 
so I'm not a religious person. Um, I, I'm not a Christian. I, I'm not an atheist. I, I'm more agnostic. Like I'm just sort of like spiritual. I don't really know what happens when we die. I feel like there's something else out there, but I'm not sure what it is. And I guess I'll find out when I die and I'm one year closer to that now. So (laughs) yay. Um, but, uh, I know there are a lot of people who, um, in this country or in other countries even that have holidays that have a very, um, significant, uh, religious or cultural, um, significance to them. A significant significance, I just said. <laughs> this is what's wrong with doing podcasts on the fly is sometimes you say things like that. So anyway, when you have that significance linked to something, if it's a cultural or religious thing for you, um, I feel like that if I had that link to any holidays, it might make it feel more important or special to me, but I, I don't really like Thanksgiving to me is based on some pretty terrible things that happened in our country back in the day that like everyone's created Thanksgiving out of the story that the pilgrims and the native Americans had this peaceful like gathering and everything was all good and really like the history behind what happened when the pilgrims came to the U.S. I mean we all we all know what happened if you don't know what happened take a google because it wasn't good and while I love the idea of having a day to like gather with family and give thanks and all that and and just a day for gratitude um I I feel I I have the temptation to rebel against Thanksgiving in particular just because of what it's based on for the US from a from a historical standpoint. So that's one problem I have with with Halloween or with um Thanksgiving. Sorry, I'm still thinking about Halloween, guys. Um with Thanksgiving. Um I don't know if that has to do with with autism per se, but maybe it does, maybe like the deep thinking of things and the, and the, uh, the analyzation of things and the, you know, a lot of us autistics are, you know, social justice warriors and, and we don't like, uh, people being wronged or bullied. And that is what happened (laughs) when people, when the white people came to America. Um, so anyway, bullied is not a strong enough word for what happened, but okay, we'll move on. Um, but also like Thanksgiving and Christmas in general have, um, I think the hardest thing is the, um, social obligations that these holidays have. Um, it's, there's a lot of pressure, (laughs) For one, to gather, like, these are looked at as days where, like, if you're alone on this day, then it's sad. Like, I don't think that. I'm saying society says that. Like, if you're alone on Christmas, oh my gosh, you're alone on Christmas? Oh, you're alone on Thanksgiving? This is literally just any other day. It's, it is arbitrary. Uh, one day is no different than December 25th is no different than December 24th or 23rd or 22nd, you know, really in reality. Um, 
so, but I, I get it. Like, these are days that we're supposed to be with people. Fine. But I don't like having that obligation placed on me. And like, there may be a day I don't feel like being around people and being social. Like, it might just fall on a day when I'm having a hard time with that. You know what I mean? Um, or it may put me in a situation, you know, force me into a situation that I'm not comfortable with. Um, oh, I, oh, I have a good example of this. This, okay, this recording is better because I didn't think of these examples on the last time. So, okay, maybe this is a good thing that I'm having to re-record this, um, this episode. But like one example I have for Thanksgiving is, um, when I first moved to Fresno, California in 2007, um, I moved here with my then husband. Um, and it was just the two of us. We moved in November, like the middle of November. It was just the two of us. My daughter wasn't born yet. And my son was coming down, um, to live with us, but he stayed a couple of extra weeks, um, in Washington, uh, just so I could come down and like get him registered for school and get everything set up anyway. So it was just my ex-husband and I, um, and I, Thanksgiving came or was about, was like around the corner and I just wanted to stay home and just to have the two of us just, I'm like, let's just like make some food at home and like watch movies. And he was like dead set on the idea that we like had to have Thanksgiving with people. And I'm like, well, we don't have people here. And he somehow like got invited to like an old high school friend's house where they were having a bunch of family and friends over and he really wanted to go do that. And I was like, we would not go to these people's houses on any other day. Like, if it was just a regular day, we wouldn't be going. But because it's Thanksgiving, we feel obligated to go to someone's house that we don't even know. Like, he hadn't seen this person since high school. It's not like they were good friends. Um, so finally I gave in and I was like, let's, okay, fine, <laughs> fine let's go do it. And I had a terrible time. I didn't show it, of course, but it's like, it was like four hours of small talk with people I didn't know. Oh, it was terrible, guys. I'm sure that you can put yourself in that and just know exactly how much of a nightmare that situation is, because I did not know one single person at this place. And uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. So, you know, that just goes back around to like feeling obligated. And it's not that I don't like gathering with people. I sometimes really enjoy that. And especially if it's, um, you know, there's certain people or groups of people that I really enjoy. Um, my fiance has a really big family and a couple years ago before COVID was a thing, um, a bunch of family came into town. I mean, they have a big, big family. Um, and my future mother-in-law just invited all sorts of extended family. And there was like 50 people. We rented out a big place and had a huge thing, like catered Thanksgiving. And I thought it was going to be a nightmare. Um, but actually it, it wasn't too bad. For one thing, I think on that day I was okay. Like I was feeling I was feeling good. I was feeling like I was in a place where I could be social. I had more spoons, as they say. Um, so it was a good day for me to do it. But also, like, um, 
I don't know what was different about that time. Just, I, I guess everyone was very welcoming and, um, and it felt very like casual and, and natural and easy. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. So it can go either way, right? It's like, it's not like I, I never enjoy these things. It's just like, I will say that even after, even though I was in a social mood and I had a good time at the big Thanksgiving, by the end of that, I was just like exhausted. And I was like, whoo, that was a lot of talking and, and processing and smiling, (laughs) but it was fine. Like it was, I had, I had a good time. I can't say I didn't. Um, so it's like, that was good. But I think it's just the obligation part I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, that's true with, like, another going back to gifts. Um, I love giving people gifts. It just seems, like, weird that we've allotted, like, one day a year, which is Christmas. Or, like, birthdays sometimes if you're, like, really close with someone. But, like, we've allotted these certain days where you're allowed and supposed to give gifts. Um, Where, to me, it makes more sense that if, like, you find something or you come across something that you think someone will really like, who's a person who's special to you, can you just not buy it then and give it to them then? Because you know what usually happens is you'll see something that someone would like and you're like, oh, but there's nothing coming up. Like, I'll remember that come Christmas time. And then you don't remember it. And then you can't find anything else for that person. And you end up getting them something, you know, like not really like a candle, which is always nice, but it's like, it's not really a special, you know, it's just something you get. It's not like a thing that was like, oh my gosh, they would love this. Um, not that I, (laughs) candles are fine. I'm not dissing candles or anything. Some people really love candles, but you know what I mean? It's just like a gift that you're like, well, I'll get this because I have to get a gift because it's Christmas. Um, yeah. So as I'm talking through this, I'm realizing that obligation is difficult for me. It doesn't make sense to me a lot of the time. Um, I think I think very deeply about why things are structured the way that they are and why we do them this way. And if it doesn't make sense to me from a logical perspective, it's hard for me to get on board. That is very much autism. I realize that now. Also, holidays don't allow you to stick to your routine. You know, you are way off routine on a holiday, sometimes the day before and after a holiday too. So that's a big one. Um, you know, sometimes that really messes with me, even though I know sometimes like you have to, like if I can plan, like I know one certain day I'm not gonna be able to follow my usual routine. It's fine if I can plan for it. Um, that doesn't mean I always like it. (laughs) It doesn't mean I'm like, oh, it's cool that I didn't do my routine today. Um, most of the time that's really uncomfortable for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another thing that that's on the holiday side of things. It's like, meh, that's kind of hard. Um, you know, there are a lot of wonderful and beautiful things about holidays too, that I do enjoy, like I said. Um, but there, yeah, there's definitely some, some hard parts, the, the social aspects, the obligations, the, uh, the, um, detour from your 
usual routines. Uh, yeah. So all of that stuff can be tricky. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I really wanted to, to touch on here. Um, oh, there was one other thing. I did an episode on, um, on like feeling lonely on holidays, I think like a while back. I don't remember the title of the episode, but it was, that was the gist of it. Um, and just those holidays that throughout the year where people generally celebrate more with, with friends, usually things like, again, I'm in the States, so I don't know what people celebrate other places around the world that are like this, but we have like, um, St. Patrick's Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July, um, you know, all of those holidays where it's like, oh, you get together and you barbecue and you go to the lake and you, you know, you do all this stuff and you have all your friends and like, those holidays, obviously, for me, like, even though I don't really want to do any of that stuff, um, it, it can make you feel bad sometimes, or at least me, I don't want to say you, I don't know how you feel, but it can make me feel bad personally sometimes to feel like, um, it's the FOMO, right? It's, it's the fear of missing out. The FOMO, as the kids say, um, it's you like thinking you're, you should have that. You're supposed to have that. Everyone's out having a good time and like you're home kind of just alone and like doing your, doing your own thing and, and not barbecuing and not going to the lake and not celebrating and no one even invited you to do any of those things. And like, even though if someone invited like, Hey, do you want to go to the lake and barbecue? Like I'm a vegan. I don't really do barbecue. I don't really like the lake. Like <laughs> just like, this is stuff I don't want to do. So why do I feel bad that I'm missing out on it? It doesn't make much sense to me, but there is still that feeling of like, huh? or maybe it's just the feeling that you're being left out in general. And I think that that, that's also a thing that can be very deep um, and link back to other, um, experiences that you've had in your life, especially when you were younger. Like for me growing up, um, for a lot of times, like in my school age years, I, I felt that feeling of being different and being left out and not really having some of the same experiences that other people had. And so I think maybe that has sort of carried into adulthood for me and it rears its ugly head on these sorts of occasions where it's like, look at everybody out celebrating and having fun and being together and I'm missing out. I don't have that. Even if it's not something you genuinely like deep down want, maybe it's just wanting to have the option or wanting to have been invited or thought of that's more important on those days. Um, so yeah, there's that. I do have a whole episode on that. Like I, like I said, I don't remember what it's called, but you just scroll away and look for it if you haven't listened to it already. Um, but yeah, okay. I think that's, that's really all I wanted to touch on as far as birthdays and holidays. I, I hope I, I hit all the points that I hit the first time I recorded this episode. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened guys. I, it honestly could have been user error. I'm not super tech savvy, but, um, this app that I use to record is pretty easy, so I don't know what I could have done to mess it up, but 
I don't know. Like I said, I'm looking into it, but uh, thanks for your patience, <laughs> and I'm glad I finally got a chance to re-record. And as usual, I'm leaving my uh, my contact info in the show notes if you ever want to reach out. I love to hear from people if you want to discuss what was discussed on the episode, if you agree, if you don't agree, if you've had the same experience, if you didn't have the same experience. Also, I have the new Instagram page that I made especially for the podcast. Um, so I'll link that too. Hop on over there if you're on Instagram and give a follow. And yeah. Oh, and if you can leave a rating or a review if you're on a if you're listening on a platform that lets you do that, that would be amazing. And that's all I have to say for today. Guys, I'm gonna go enjoy my day. It's raining. It's like our first big rain of the season and uh I love it I dig a rainy day so I'm gonna go enjoy have some tea and look out the window I hope you guys are having an awesome day I'll talk to you next time bye